recorded live. Yes, we are recorded live, live from Texas and California. It's how about them cowboys. Welcome back, folks. We've had a week off because of my crazy schedule, so we will talk about the uh, Sunday, November 5th, 2017 win against the Kansas City Chiefs, 28-17. to Then we have a Zeke suspension. Then we have a terrible loss today, Sunday, November 12th, 2017, Atlanta, crushing the Cowboys 27-7. to Remember, How About Them Cowboys is a part of the DVR Podcasting Network. Go to patreon.com slash DVR to figure out all the podcasts we do, become part of the community for low as 3 bucks a month or more. Get Patreon-exclusive podcasts. Mr. Axel Foley did a Mr. Robot podcast recently. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm in full swing. Uh, we got back episodes of The Deuce that Mike Hall and Jason Bailey did, the HBO show, fantastic. DJ Timmy Hines inside DJ's DVR is running rampant. And, of course, we wish we could run rampant throughout this last game, but the Cowboys. So we have a lot to cover Hispanic Chris. But first, before we get into the high, the low, and the really low, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. You know, it's Sunday night. Uh, could be could be better, but, uh, you know, we do what we can. It's nice uh, games on today and pretty good uh, weather we're having here in Texas. So, yeah, I'm ready to talk some Cowboys before and after. Before and after. Okay. Before so, and after the the suspension. B C B Z and A Z. I know. Before right? Z can after Z. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay. Big, big well, difference, isn't it? Oh, it is, and and it's actually kind of interesting that we talk about these two games because it's the contrast, and I mean, we we beat the Chiefs at home, twenty eight seventeen. It was a dominating game, but, of course, Zeke ran the ball 27 times, 93 yards, a touchdown. Our boy Terrence Williams caught nine passes for 141. Um, And then, of course, Sean Lee in the lineup, you know, 12 tackles. We're getting sacks. David Irving showing up. Taco Charlton gets his first sack as a cowboy. Uh, I mean, other than that stupid (laughs) first half hail it wasn't even a Hail Mary. It was throw it to Tyreek Hill and, uh, oh, oh, wait, oh, he scores. Um, yes. Wasn't that – I mean, that's two weeks ago, but that's still – because they brought it up in today's game when Atlanta had the ball at the end of the half. And, then, and it was like, uh-oh, are they going to do that again? <laughs> well, you know, and the, and the whole game was such a, a good defensive game. And I think I even texted text, – I don't know if I tweeted or texted to you. I said – I said, I said, they believe. <laughs> the defense <laughs> believes. They're starting to believe in themselves that they're actually a really uh, a better defense than they think because uh, they played such a, a good, uh, smart, uh, hard game. And um, I just I just really thought, you know, of course both sides were doing really well and, and uh, the, the offenses were doing great. You know, Elliott was doing great. So, But I just really thought, at that game, I just felt that the defense had been getting better the past few games, and uh, the Kansas City game was just like, wow, these guys are, are starting really to play like they really know what they're doing and, and have more confidence. That's what I thought yeah. came out. No, you're out, exact- really loud in that game. 
You, no, you're exactly right because the Chiefs came in. I mean, they they lost a couple of games in a row, but they had this all all this speed on offense, which scared me. Tyreek Hill, right. Kareem Hunt, you know, it's just like Travis Kelsey at tight end. It was, but the defense came together and shut it down. And of course, we controlled the ball. When the offense is going, it helps your defense. And with contrast to this game against the Falcons. Our offense couldn't do anything, you know. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, it yeah. just it hurt. I mean, we were it was a close game, and then but because our offense, I mean, not having Tyron Smith, oh my God, Chaz Green played his worst game as a professional. He was never this <laughs> bad. I mean, he he filled in last year a few times. Was okay and played some left guard, but lost his job to Jonathan Cooper. And then the whole thing, even Troy Aikman said on the broadcast, hey, they should give him help. They started giving him help in the fourth quarter when the game was yeah. over. It That's was when over. they started giving him help. Yeah, I mean, you can cut, you can mark that down to coaching. And um, I know you want uh, a player to work it out and to get better and to, like, you know, hey, but the, I mean, you got to remember the reason he's a second stringer is because of how he plays. Yeah. So I would have uh, definitely, you know, okay, you're going to be starting because, you know, the first three was hurt. Um, man, I would have definitely, like, just kept an eye on that. And the second, you're, you're, they, uh, Dak didn't have any time through the whole game for starters. No. He was constantly being rushed and, and by four or five guys. And, uh, and, and on top of that, he's getting sacked all the time. So it wasn't like he, he would get sacked once or twice and then he had all this time during the rest of the game to, to throw and, and find receivers. No, the whole game he was being rushed. He was constantly running out of the pocket. So, and it was because of that one guy. Not the, I mean, every, you know, once one person plays, is not playing up to par, then the rest of the people are going to, you know, start to, to – they're going to have to take in some of the struggle and, and they're going to start losing footage. So, yeah, I just the, it, the first thing is coaching. They should have been on top of that, at least by the half. I mean, for sure, third quarter, the beginning of the third quarter, they should have had it already set in stone what we're going to do. We're going to move them around. You know, we're going to put some. We're going to put him somewhere else, or, or you're going to have you know like a, a fullback, halfback. You know, helping him out. He definitely needed help. And they gave him help, but at the fourth quarter, they almost did. It was ridiculous. I was like, really? Now you're going to get him down by three scores or two and a half scores? And I'm like, oh, come on. That's, that that you do fall to coaching. But there's plenty of stuff to go around to the rest of the game, today's game, that is. Yeah, I mean, because even at the point in the third quarter uh, when we got the ball, we were running it with Alfred Morris, and it was like, oh, we're looking good, we're looking good. And then, uh, of course, a holding penalty. How many times the holding penalties killed our drives? Because then you're first and 20, you know, second and 18. We just, we just, we couldn't. Then when they know we have to pass, the pass rush is there. We miss a field goal, we would have been down by seven. We're only down by 10 at the time. We missed the field right. goal and then give up a touchdown. And it was just like, man, just nothing went away. I mean, I don't normally complain about, I don't. I don't want to say the refs take away, you know, changed the game or made it. We got our butts kicked, but mm-hmm. it, but man, they were like two. They were. I counted three face mask calls. They did not call. 
um, that they just didn't see, I guess. And then twice, Dez one time and Cole Beasley one time, running routes, and he's get, they're getting knocked around. That should be pass interference or, you know, at least defensive holding or something. I mean, right. or personal foul. And they didn't call anything. And then I love it at the end of the game when Atlanta's got the ball and they run, they, they throw a holding call on Atlanta late. And it's like, oh, they just want to do that now so it looks in the stats like they called it both ways. But, man, I saw, I saw holds on Atlanta, too. I was watching the linemen most of the game. They just, you know, Ed Hockley and, his, and those guys, man, they just called a bad game. They even called some bad plays against Atlanta a couple times. But how do you miss three face masks? I mean, what in the Sam hell? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. And, I mean, I always go into and almost every Cowboy game, especially when it's away. I, I mean, I'm just going to knock it out. We're going to get five bad calls. I mean, I just kind of just put that in my head already. And some of them are, are, are like, they're little calls, but they, like you said, they, they could <clears throat> change. They could have the kept the drive going. going. Yeah. They could have kept yes. the drive going and all those points, and they stalled. And we need, believe me, we needed all the help we can get. Oh, I mean, the pass rush of Atlanta, just, we may, again, like in week two, where we made Trevor, Trevor Simeon of the Broncos look like Johnny Unitas or Joe Montana. We made Adrian Claiborne look like Lawrence Taylor today. And there I know, was they, never they any up, help. And they put up the stats that he was like, uh, he had just, it didn't have to be a Cowboy game, right? He had uh, got onto the top 20. This game, they flashed up that he was the top twenty. I said, "That's that uh, thanks a lot." You know, it's nice to know that. And oh, oh what's his name? Almost got if he did because he uh, uh, Dak got sacked eight times today, and and seven of those times were done by uh, what's his name? Claiborne, uh, Claiborne, the one that nobody knew about. Yeah. <laughs> now he's going to be everywhere. But anyway, if he had done, if he had sacked him one more time, he would have made uh, uh, broken the record. He would have so tied like, Thomas. This year. Yeah, yeah, he would have been tied with the, with the NFL record. I was like, are you serious? I mean, this is terrible. Cowboys, I mean, they're giving people records, you know. I was like, oh. Yeah, there was the most sacks given mm-hmm. up by the Cowboys since 1991. Yeah, <laughs> that just shows you. How bad that was! Right. Um, yeah, Claiborne. I mean, he. I think he's out of Cal. I, I want to say Tampa Bay drafted him years a few years ago, and I guess he bounced around, and all of a sudden he becomes Lawrence Taylor. But like, damn, it just when I mean, I just don't understand what Mister Clappy and everyone were thinking when you're getting <laughs> killed at left tackle. There's no chips. I mean, what about that one play where? They, they they designed the the blocking scheme where Cooper and Green were going to block Claiborne, and they both missed him. And yes. even Aikman was like, this is the most embarrassing <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I, yeah, and even when they helped him, I, I saw a couple of plays where, at least I saw one really bad play where uh, they, they brought in Bell, right, and he was helping him out, or they moved him around or something. And, and I saw Bell pick up Claiborne, and I saw Green just stand there, like, oh, I don't have to do anything now. I mean, he's kind of, like, moved around. And I said, wait a minute. They brought somebody in to help you, meaning you should be, you know, taking the boatload of the work and you have a helper to help you out. But it looked more like, okay, I can rest this this uh, <laughs> this play 
And that was the play that he got sacked again. Jack got sacked again. I was like, oh, my goodness. This guy is just like, uh, I don't know. And then, you know, once you get down on yourself, I'm not, you know, I want to be down on the guy. But, you know, once you start, you're playing bad, you're not doing good. I mean, your, your quarterback's getting sacked on time. It's your fault. And everybody's watching on national TV. So the guy had to feel terrible at the same time. But you yeah, got to give it some kind of effort, some kind of effort at the end. But, you know, that also, that, that falls on coaching. You know, you got to motivate your team definitely during the halftime. And, yeah, man, it was just There was we just go. Sad. We're going to be at halftime again. You know, I want to give you a couple of quotes from the great Mr. Clappy, Jason Garrett. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? In his, yeah. in his post-game press conference uh, after the Falcons didn't annihilate him, he goes, uh, Jason Garrett says the Cowboys allowed too much pressure on Dak Prescott to win. Oh, no kidding there, Clappy. Uh, maybe you should have gave some help. And adds that the team needs to have a next-man-up philosophy in the absence of several important players. Well, you know what, Jason? Too bad there's no next-man-up for coaching because we don't have any. We don't have any next-man-up. You know, granted, losing right. Sean Lee hurt us again, but, man, Anthony Hitchens came to play. He was hitting them hard. He knocked out Devontae Freeman. He was all over the map, but but it, not having Sean Lee, what a difference. I mean, I know we yeah. talk about it, but yeah. it really is a big difference. We don't have anyone to back him up. Exactly. You know? We don't we don't have anybody to back him up and and uh I mean, you know, it and I understand that, but what gets me is that the rest of the team kind of fell asleep. The defense fell asleep. You know, the first uh, what first ten minutes of the game, eight minutes of the game. I'm like, you know what? We don't even need an offense out here. You know, we're worrying all week about the offense because once we uh, we find out Zeke's not going to be there, it's like, oh, we're worrying about we're going to lose the game for sure now because we no yeah. offense, uh, no running game. But how are we going to win the game? And uh, the defense comes out and they're playing crazy, man. You got uh, Irving making a, a tackle. You got you got he got sacked. What's the name? Got sacked by uh, uh, what's the other guy? Um, Marcus Lawrence. Man. Marcus Lawrence goes in there, and these guys are making plays. Then we get an interception. Uh, the defense. Yeah, that's is the only crazy. way we scored. And then uh, yeah, that's the only way we scored. And I said the defense is going crazy, so we don't even need the the uh, offensive line offense. Because the defense is playing so great, I just really thought. And then I said, okay, Sean Lee's out, but the defense is still up to par. I mean, I think they could, you know, pull this one out because of all the That's great players that too, are coming yeah. up. That's what I was thinking. It actually was, yeah. But it was like something happened. Like, they just kind of, like, it just went out of them. And, I mean, like you said, there's some a handful of players still playing tough and hard and stuff. But you need more than that. You, that's when it comes to, I mean, I'm sure the coaches did something. I, I mean, you, you want to, uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. But, um, I mean, it's only so much you can do, you know, as far as when your offense is, isn't playing well or they're getting killed, then it's hard for, to motivate the defense to, to you know, Stay strong and, and keep it up when when one of your you know your your captains yeah, is like, down. You know, yeah, it felt like we were back to the Rob Ryan defenses where <laughs> our offense stunk and our defense was playing well, bend but don't break, and they just gave up. But I mean, it, it's just oh man, it was just 
the defense, we were getting pressure. We got that turnover. But Matt Ryan, after that interception, was 7-for-7 seven seven on third downs to a certain point. We, we would hold them. We were stopping the run without Sean Lee at the beginning in, in most of the game until you know part of the third quarter then to get the fourth quarter. But we were, we were forcing them. I mean, Julio Jones didn't have a big day. He caught 6-for-57. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, 3-for-58. Mohamed Snood, 3-for-29. I mean, Atlanta didn't – I mean, it wasn't like they were, you know, so explosive, but we just couldn't defend third down and get off the field. And then our offense – Mainly, no Zeke Elliott. He's suspended for at least four games, probably the full six. He can appeal again. At this point, I, I don't. Even, I don't want to hear it. You know, I'm just. It, 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 it's just awful. But you know, Morris is good. But I don't think we're. I don't think we're going to go very far without Zeke Elliott. I mean, no. or, or Ty, if Tyron and, Smith and Sean Lee are out, we're done. And did you see that run by uh, McFadden? He was a negative. He had a negative two yards, but uh, yeah. You know what? And, and you know, and when what is it? They came out in the third quarter and they started running again, and they did like I don't know six plays, run, run, run. And Morris was tearing it up. He was. They were getting it done, and they got. That's when they went all the way down to the, like the five or six, and they couldn't get in, or and they had to yeah, the field penalty goal. And, 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 and they, they missed the, oh, the penalty, and they yeah, they missed the field goal. Oh yeah, the struggle. got that. Clank. Got Clank. But but then it's like okay, Clank, and then <laughs> bye bye running game. We're, we're not going to do it anymore. So wait a minute, you came out at the, at the beginning of the third quarter, and you marched down the field like eighty yards, and so that's it. That that was it. They gave well, they, they, they I mean, they barely went to it anymore. I mean, yeah. Part of the big know. problem, though, Chris, is we got is the ball in the third or quarter. What? <laughs> What's that? I said, was is Morris that old that he can only do that type of running for one <laughs> series? Or I don't know. Well, I think I, I agree with you. Um, it's just we had the ball once in the third quarter, missed the field goal, and then Atlanta had the ball, and we were already down by so much that I think they just decided with the time. I don't know. But if you can't move the ball passing anyway, you might as well at least try to run some you know, to, to help offset right. the pass rush. When they know you're going to pass every down, they're just yeah. going to, you know. So it it was just an ugly game. Um, to me, it was an easy game to lose. Uh, I mean, it's an easy game for the Falcons because the the play calling that the Cowboys were making was very predictable. Once they gave up the run, like you said, they knew they were going to pass every, every, every play. Yeah. And they were they were already beating them on the on – the, on the rush, you know, they were already rushing them so much and sacking them so much, they didn't have to worry about the run. They had to worry about the run for a little while in the beginning of the third quarter, but then they gave it up. So I don't know. It's it's just weird. It's a, I'm not saying you have to run, you know, all the time because you know you obviously you don't have your number one running back. But when you when you can make positive yards and get the offense. I mean, the defense thinking, you know, okay, we need to hold back a little bit. We can't just rush every mm-hmm. play. Then that's good for you. But they didn't do that. I mean, I was like, and even Aikman was like, this is what you need to do. They're running down. The, 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 now it's going to open up some, you know, some receivers. And he was just saying the same thing I'm saying right now. But then they, they, they like you said, I don't know, maybe they got scared. You know, we, we were, now they scored on us again. All right, for the rest of the game, let's just throw. 
I said, well, then the, the defense is going to say, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> now we know what you're going to do for the rest of the game. And that's all they did. And I said, oh, yeah, it was – you know, it's funny because I get, like, that Packers game, the Rams game were, like, heartbreaking losses. But this game and Denver's game, the, those two losses, because we got killed so bad, I think in the third quarter I was already like, you know what, this is over, they're going to lose. I didn't have any confidence. It's just – you know, sometimes you get your butts kicked, but sometimes it just seems like, I mean, I don't know with this team. I know we didn't have Zeke and Tyron Smith and Sean Lee, three of your probably five best players, not counting Dak and probably Dez, but, and you could throw Witten in the mix, even though he's not as explosive as he used to be, but he's still good. Um, I just, it just, it, we just need to make the playoffs and anything can happen the way this, um, this league is with injuries and everything, but if we don't win games, of course, it's so weird because you go, what if we had, you know, lost to the Chiefs, but then beat the Falcons? Would we be feeling any different because it's a week removed? You know what I mean? Like, right. so I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, had we got beat by the Chiefs 20, you know, 27 to seven at home, then we went on the road and beat the Falcons. People were like, well, the Falcons stink there. You know, they lost four in a row and blah, blah, blah. We can't beat the Chiefs. So I'm going to, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna say just yet. Oh really? I, well, as far as like as far as like the rest of the, the schedule, yeah, we can still win like maybe three or four games. I mean, obviously we're gonna play the the Eagles next. We'll probably lose that one, but then after that, in the next three or four games, we could probably win. Uh, I think we're the, gonna have to go ten and ten and six to make a wild card, and we have to we're gonna have to beat Seattle to get the tiebreaker, and we're going to need right. help. I, unless we the only have, way we, we can win the division is the only way we can win the division is beat Philly twice and hope they lose once, and we have to not lose again. That's not going to – I doubt that's going to happen. Unless Philly – Carson Wentz gets hurt or Philly goes in the tank, we're not winning that division. we got to hope for a wild card, but we got to fight. Know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We have to this go – This next game, the next game with the Eagles – if, if they if they beat us really bad, then that's pretty much the rest of the season. See, this is what I was hoping. You're saying, like, okay, wouldn't it have been better if we had lost to the Chiefs and won the Falcons? No, because if we would have lost from the Chiefs, we would have lost in the Falcons as well. No, I, I know. I'm this, just saying think, the difference yeah, of – I know. Yeah. It would be better if we had a – yeah, I see what your point is because then like, we'd be going we be into the Eagles the the, with a win. Yeah, yeah we'd be or, looking at the team differently – had we lost right. to the Chiefs and beat the Falcons, you know, because it's such a week-to-week league. But yes. but you're you're right in the sense, if this team is going to do anything in the playoffs, we have to at home next Sunday night beat Philly. You have to. You go five yeah. and five. And or you know, even them. if it's not maybe not even necessary beat the Phillies, but man, make it a game. You know, if they blow us out. That's going to be really oh, bad. Yeah. I mean, I think because the way the, the way that I can see this team, we've got a lot of young guys, but they they get discouraged really quickly. Because like when Sean Lee's lose the field, it's like all the breath came out of their own guys, and they I became know. a totally different team. And they just let the Falcons run all over them. Uh, they stopped rushing the the passer. I mean, they just got like I don't know what happened. So. Um, we probably won't get – we're not going to get Lee back during the Eagles game either. 
So uh, I don't know, man. Uh, if, if we can make it, a, if we could, they were talking about his hamstring, and it's kind of like, okay, do you do you do you make him where he's okay? He's eighty percent well. He can play against the Eagles and possibly get hurt even worse and not even be able to play the rest of the season. Or do you make sure that he's a hundred percent and like miss the next two two or three games and then comes out really strong for the rest of the last four games, right? But you know, it's just that's something they're going to have to decide. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We, yeah, because I'm sure it's the same hamstring he hurt early in the year because we had yeah. the two losses and a bye, so that was like you know three weeks of rest time. He may not even be ready for Philly. Then we have a short week against the Chargers on Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> and of course, Philly. So for a, I mean, this could this could be bad. If if we were to lose to Philly, think about the pressure on Thanksgiving, having to beat the Chargers. Like, yeah, we got to beat the Chargers. You're gonna have to make a. You're gonna have to put on a win win streak. And oh God, mm. this. Well, you know, also another good thing is, I mean, because Philly, okay, who have they played? I mean, are we all also agree that they haven't played anybody really strong? But it's still something to say, you know, when you won what seven games in a row or something. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, six, yeah, six games in a row. So uh, <laughs> if, if we can go on there, hey man, it'd be awesome. If we beat Philly, then that would just uh, motivate all the players. And, I, man, I hope they go back, look at the tape. It's like Jared always says, Garrett always says, we're going to look at the tape. And so, look how, <laughs> I, I, so just look at the beginning of the, of the third quarter and see what y'all are doing. Y'all could do it. Y'all could run. And figure yeah, out how you're gonna how you're gonna run against Philly because if you don't, you just might as well guarantee a loss. You're not gonna win any of these games without a running game. You're just not. I mean, I don't see it. He, he, Dak. I mean, uh, Dak. He's he's becoming he's becoming a really great quarterback, but he's not ready to do it all on his own. We saw that. You know, what I was yeah. thinking. You no, know, he can't. But you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that a veteran quarterback would have spoke up, would have either went into the face of that defensive end and says, you mother, you know, are oh, yeah, you going to Marino, Marino would have been yelling at him. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> yelling at the, or you go to the coach, you go to the, to the, you know, you say something. You don't have to say it, you know, terrible. You can say, hey, are you going to give me some help or what? Because I'm dying <laughs> out there. You know, but yeah. see, Dak's a young guy. He's a new guy. He's a polite guy. You know, he's a really great quarterback, but he's not going to do that yet. I mean, he's got to be there for a while. So he's not that type of a, a veteran quarterback. Well, the coaches do it. And they I mean, if we, if we saw it, they saw it. So, yeah. But I don't know why they saw it so late. Why they changed so late. I don't know. That's just a decision-making, you know. And, and when you have a coach that's on the sidelines that uh, is willing to take those, uh, like I was talking about a while back, the previous podcast, the when, when you don't have a coach calling everything, uh, or you know making the final decisions on a lot of stuff, uh, or changing the decisions, then it's really hard to be a head coach. I think you know a head coach would have said, right, what do you mean we're not going to give him protection? No, we're giving him. You know, you need help right now. You know, I'm not. You know, I don't care. Put in such and such. I know you're on the bench. I mean, that's a coach, man. That's like making the decisions, right? But no, it's like I'll all, tell you, you this, know, though. political or democratic up there. Christopher, 
Let me yes, break sir. this down. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna break give it you down. You, you give me. You give me the thing because I'm all over the place with this. I know. Okay. We got a butt <laughs> We're five. We're five and four. Okay. We're in the middle of November. Okay. So Philly comes up. If we beat Philly, then the momentum on Thanksgiving against the Chargers, home for Washington at the Giants, that would be four in a row. And then all of a sudden we're nine and four in the driver's seat for the wild card. Maybe okay. If we lose to Philly, but we still could beat the Chargers, the Skins, the Giants, and then go at Oakland. Then we got home to Seattle, which we have to win, and then at Philly. I'm not going to say if we lose to Philly, the game's over. But I think what you're saying is it's got to be close. If we get blown right. out, then we're in trouble. Yes. And I agree with that. If we get blown out like we did this week. Mm-hmm. That's three games we've been blown out. That'd be two in a row. It'd be tough on a short week, um, you know, depending on our health and mentality. So these next, I mean, these next games are winnable. I don't know about Philly. I just, I want to. We're either going to get killed or beat them. I, I don't. I think. I don't think it's going to be a. If it's a close game, I don't see it being a close game. I know. Wait, I, that just hedged my bet there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just feel like if we if we win, we're gonna win by like four. If we lose, we're gonna lose by like three touchdowns. That's I think that's what I mean. We'll win a close game against them at home, mm-hmm. but but if we lose, I think it, it becomes a blowout. That seems to be. I mean, it could be one of those thirty-five, thirty-one games. I I don't know. I don't know what to right. expect from the team. Again, if Tyron Smith's healthy, which we don't know, big difference. Because even without Sean Lee, we still can put up points, and it's just a matter of. But man, the Eagles' front seven's a lot better than the damn Falcons, <laughs> so we could be yeah, in trouble. And and uh, so who's the uh, the back for that? Or who's the uh, offensive lineman that's out? He's what is his name? Oh, Jason Peters, he, their left tackle. It's like a pro bowl or something. Yeah, yeah, and Jason the Peters. The they got some injuries, but again. Bird. Yeah, he's gone, but they're, they had a, a, a bye week before they play us. So, again, another team that has a bye week yeah. playing against – I mean, I don't know, man. I just – you know, it's funny because the Chiefs' win was so – the win in Washington was great to beat the Redskins in the rain. It's always a tough game. And then we come back and we beat the Chiefs, who no one mm-hmm. expected us to beat. And then we go at Atlanta, a game – it's tough. I, at the beginning of the game, I'm like, uh-oh. And then when we got the turnover and scored, I'm like, and then started getting pressure on Matt Ryan, I'm like, oh. But then it just, after that, it just started to change, and it didn't feel right the whole game. It's just, yeah. it's just one of those games in between Kansas City and Philly. It almost felt like not necessarily a trap game because every game in the NFL you want to win. But, you know, it's just with the whole Zeke thing, I think really – had a lot to do with it. And, of course, Tyron Smith, Sean Lee, as we said, those injuries and not having Dan Bailey, or, you know, our kicker, like people forget about that. You know, so, you know, listen, the season's not over. We have, we're going to have a chance at the wild card if we can put some wins together. But take it one game at a time, and we got to beat Philly. Um, anything more you want to add before we do? Yeah, predictions? I was going to say, what do you, did, did you think the turf had anything to do with it? Because isn't it a brand new stadium and had the Cowboys played there before? Because then they put brand uh, new not turf. This, yeah, this is a new stadium. Uh, it used to be the Georgia Dome. 
Uh, yeah. But this is the first year for this new stadium. Um, you know, because some I, of the Cowboys were like kind of hidden it. I mean, they were making fun of it, but I don't think it, I don't think it bothered them. I just thought I was kind of curious if it did. Yeah. Yeah. And what about it was the turf's fault? <laughs> as far as Des Bryant, I mean, I mean, they were talking about him too. As far as like. Because you got Jason Witten, you know, here he is, 15-year veteran. He's making all the receptions. He, he had like seven receptions tonight. Well, a lot of them was at the end, those dump-offs. Yeah, and a lot of them were the flat end. ones at trying, the end. Yeah. yeah, he was like still trying to do something. Well, we got but, Des involved early, and he looked great. He did. And then, yeah, and then it was, what happened? What know, happened? Man, he tell me what oh, happened. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. Dak, Dak was on his back the whole time. He couldn't get the ball to Des. I think you're right. That's what happened. Yeah, it's and what he's going to get so much pressure. And he's going to um, be in his. If he's going to be in his back at, at the Eagles, then oh man. All right. Yeah. All right. What's your prediction for the Eagles next Sunday night, NBC, on November nineteenth, twenty seventeen? Um. We still got the same coaches. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't, yeah. We can't, we can't fire any of those guys. They're moving any of those guys. Can we, put, can we bring Vince Lombardi yeah. back? Yeah, can you put some, get some help? You know how they said, give, give that guy some help? Can you give this guy some help? Uh, <laughs> you know, we're at home. I mean, it's so weird here at the Cowboys Stadium these days. I mean, sometimes we'll lose. You, you, we're supposed to win the ones at home. That's what's weird about the Cowboys Stadium. You know, I have a whole theory on the Cowboys Stadium myself, though, but that's like a whole other show. Okay, but, uh, we'll save that for another yeah, show. Yeah, save that for the difference between the, the old stadium and the new stadium. I can give you a whole thing on that. But, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be a close game. I think I'm going to put it. I'm going to say that the Cowboys win, and maybe something like, uh, you know, 28 to, to 27. Something like that. Wow. Like just barely. A, a nail-biter. Why not? I mean, if they're going to win, they're going to win like that. And maybe because – and I'm hoping that the Eagles saw tonight's game. Obviously, they did. And they're going to come in very confident. And, and they're just going to be too overconfident. Like, they, we got this. No problem. So, uh, we'll see. All right. So, you got 28-27. All right. I'm going to say – Eagles 36, Cowboys 30 in overtime. We go to overtime, we tie it late, Ooh, and then overtime. we give up a touchdown. Then we give up a touchdown in overtime and lose. And then I, I'm crying for, like, the next five weeks. Oh, so you're saying Eagles lose in overtime. I mean, win in overtime. Win in overtime, yeah. Well, you, yeah, okay. Right. That's my prediction, so we'll see. <sighs> but, you know, if we make it over this hump, like I said, if we make it a game, then it's very possible that we'll win the, the next four games and maybe even f- the five, fifth one, you know? No, you know, if we can beat Philly, we can go on a win streak because Chargers, Redskins, Chargers, Giants, Redskins, Oakland, yeah. Seattle's beatable now that Richard Sherman's out for the year, and then at yes. Philly on New Year's Eve. I mean, it's it, we, we got a good we're, we're almost done with the worst part of our schedule, yeah. and we're still five and four yeah. because – that's I mean, true. losing losing to Green Bay, but winning Washington Kansas City yes. game that helped. We're okay. We're still good. We yeah, still good. I mean, we're not in the best. We're not in the. We're not going to cancel. We're not going to cancel the podcast yet. No, we're not going to cancel the podcast <laughs> just yet. 
there's still hope. This is a terrible game, but there's still a lot of football to be played without yeah. Zeke. <laughs> Only five more games Jeez. without Zeke. He'll back in the C- He'll be back with the Seahawks, right? Yeah, be a nice Christmas present. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because then when we lose five in a row, <laughs> it won't matter. But, but yeah. No. <clears throat> well, we'll see. Right. We'll see, Chris. We'll see. Re- remember, How About Them Cowboys is a proud member of the DVR Podcasting Network. You can go to patreon.com slash DVR for all information. And if you want to hit us up, uh, email us, thefilmlist at gmail.com. If you have any cowboy questions or NFL questions or any theories or anything that we say. And also go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, that would help us out a lot, getting uh, this podcast off the ground as we're pretty new. We've been lifelong Cowboy fans, but we kind of know our stuff, and we actually watch the games, and we listen. So we try to just hash it out, and really, this podcast is really made for my therapy. So it's I, Hispanic Chris is my therapist, really, in real life, and uh, I, I get so upset <laughs> about the Cowboys that I have to talk to him every week. So we thought, why don't we record it? There you go. Good idea. (laughs) There you go. All right. So how about this? Next week, I don't know. If if the Cowboys win on Sunday night, do we do a a right after pod? Do we do it or do we wait till Monday or Wednesday? What what do you want to do? You know, I I mean, uh, Sunday night, let's see. They'll probably play late. uh, That's kind of hard for me. That's okay. Because it's going to be a late, uh, late game and, yeah. Yeah, we'll do. Um, yeah, we'll try to. Uh, we'll figure out a time when what to do. We'll talk about the Eagles game. Um, yeah, oh, you know, and I'm then, gonna be off. I'm gonna be off that whole week. So, like Monday, okay. any time you want to do it. I okay. Mean, I might go out on Tuesday, but I mean, okay, that's we'll fine. Figure it out. Let's do um, Monday after the Eagles game. Like, you know, we'll talk about that, and then we'll just let Thanksgiving weekend play out, and then we can talk about the Thanksgiving game and preview the Redskins game, you know, before November 30th, which is a Thursday. Okay. We have two Thursday games in a row. So that'll, that'll be good. We can, yeah. you know, so we can, you know, enjoy your Thanksgiving break with the family and right. hopefully the Cowboys win and then we'll get back to it. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Chris, All right. Well, thanks again, brother. Thanks. Now I can go take my nap and not feel as terrible as I felt. Again, I didn't feel as bad as I did with the Packers' loss, but, you know, it's one of those games. Uh, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. You sound you sound a lot healthier. I do. I, I'm yeah, you're taking, you're, so you're taking your medication, I can tell. <laughs> yes, I am. The one you prescribed to me, yes. Or like Hulk Hogan used to say, take your vitamins, sleep well. Eat some good food I hear tell, though. That's good. Yeah, it's cooking some good dinner. So. Yes, it's always nice. All right, so All right. how about them, Cowboys? We'll be back next week to talk about the Eagles game coming up on NBC next Sunday night, November 19th. So hopefully we can get a surprise victory, and uh, or at least it's a great game. We can at least enjoy it, and hopefully they'll add some new wrinkles to the game plan. So for Heath Solo, Hispanic Chris. How about them, Cowboys? And Zeke, don't be eating that cheesecake. I know you want it, but don't eat it.